Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jason Dedeker, how are we doing today? Dedeker, let's start with you. Oh, I'm so much better now that I'm here, honestly. I oh, will good. say that a few months ago when I was in Australia and constantly having to, like... <laughs> kind of brace myself for getting ready to record the show not because it wasn't fun but mostly because it was heavy drinking at 10 in the morning <laughs> and I just had to get my soul ready for this and now that I'm in a more reasonable time zone it's just really nice to be like yeah at the end of the day kick back have some drinks hang out with my friends read about like terrible genocide and mass murder what's not <laughs> wow. to like <laughs> yeah I mean it's like pitch black outside y'all are way up north and Ugh. even where I am it's totally dark out so it's depressing it's yeah. really depressing. Yeah, it's all good. But everyone get cozy. Get cozy and enjoy the Bible with some friends. How yeah. about you, Jess? When we were getting close to the end of kind of wrapping up work stuff and getting ready to transition into drunk Bible study time, I went out to the kitchen and I saw Dedeker just kind of leaned back in her chair with like one arm ah. over the back, her legs crossed, and a glass of wine already <laughs> at, at, like, at, at, what was it, 3.45 like p.m. or something. Yeah. I was like, yeah. That started early. Yeah. So I'm like, this is the life I dreamed of for you. So Beautiful. here we are. I love it. That's wonderful. Yay. Well, okay. We are hopefully going to have a less convoluted week than last week in terms of the Bible. We, the three of us are like trying to remember what happened last time and it was difficult. It was challenging. You pulled out like a big old, what, like chart of all of the kings that we've encountered. Yeah. And even then it was still difficult because there were like <laughs> two, what, what is the name? Joe Ashes. Joe right? Ashes. Uh huh. AKA Jehoa Ash at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> We need to, uh, there it is, there it is, yeah, yeah for we'll, we'll, all y'all in the chat. We'll put a link in the uh, the Facebook group, the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship group, too, to this. This is a chart that someone else put together of kind of the the timeline of all the different kings of Judah and Israel. And I also, today, we looked up a map of where these kingdoms are to just kind of get a sense of what the heck's going on, because... The way they jump back and forth between the two different kingdoms just makes it really difficult to follow. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, yeah. this this chart that you've sent to us is yeah. interesting because it's kind of it's kind of like a spreadsheet, really, and it's organizing all the kings by their relationship to the previous king and what God's judgment was on them. Mm -hmm. yeah, and it's like... color-coded by <laughs> pink is they did evil, yellow is either we don't know, or it's they did good things for a while, then they were evil later, and then green is they did A-OK. -okay. And there's a lot of pink on this chart. Yeah, yeah way more way more pink than <laughs> green, that's for sure. Yeah. So, so much pink. Yeah. So much evil pink. Yeah. yeah. Lots of bad boys around here. Lots of bad boys. Yes. So a lot of bad boys. But it does yeah. help because it's kind of lined up so that you can see like how each king overlapped with the others. Because when we're reading it, it's always like, and in the 23rd year of King Jehoshaphat's reign, did King Ahaziah begin to reign? And we're like, wait, who, what? Like, which one's which? Exactly. Are they related? Or who, right. Why? Yeah. But this kind of yeah. lays it out so you can see kind of which kings overlapped with which other ones. And you can see that King Joash, who's the king of Judah, overlaps with King Joash being the king of Israel. Oh, so they were actually kings at the dang. same time, which That's is wild. But different people... Yeah, That's bad planning, bad, bad planning writing. right there. Just bad writing. <laughs> You're right. right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. Goodness. All right. So. Well, what's what kind of wine did you uh, pull out at three forty-five in the afternoon? Oh, I just still, went straight to the drinking? bottle because I was ready. Yes. Oh wow. Um, so I'm drinking a Malbec, an Argentinian Malbec, two thousand eight. 
2018. Lovely. Uh, uh, the wine label is called Phoebus. Oh. Phoebus Mendoza. Yes, I, I'm into it. I mean, it was, it was good wine for 3.45 in the afternoon and, and now. <laughs> yeah, great. Malbecs are lovely. That's Beautiful. great. Yeah, what I, about I, you, Jace? I picked that one out, right? I don't think I've even tried oh, any mm-hmm. of it yet. I'll have to. I think you did. If, if there's any left after you finish this episode, <laughs> I'll have to try some. Uh, I'm drinking some, uh, one of my favorites. I'm just drinking a Nisky, uh, a Nisky wheat, a whiskey nice. neat. <laughs> Boy, you can tell what kind of day it is. Uh, this yeah. is Basil Hayden's, uh, which is, you know, a fairly like mid to low priced Nisky. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, <laughs> new name. We coined the term Nisky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's Nisky, nice. Nisky. I like it. And Emily, what about you? What beautiful drink do you have today? So this is uh, named after my favorite young song it's a harvest moon so oh, it's a good album yeah it's a good yes. album yeah it you i wish that i could like i need to drink some so that i can show it mm. it it's a, a pumpkin puree drink and yeah it has wow. like a nice little topper of um kind of like an oat milk foam on top and then it also has a little bit of uh cinnamon that's like across it i was gonna say before you even mentioned i was like that looks like a pumpkin pie in a glass yeah exactly so it's pumpkin puree it's gin um and then just a touch yeah i know the the recipe calls for gin and it does make it a little funky but i like it actually it it makes it yeah it works well and i threw cinnamon and nutmeg in there and then oat milk um and then separately it has a topper of a little bit of coconut milk aquafaba for the foam and more agave. So, yeah. So It's if, a, a pumpkin pie in a glass. Yeah, if you want to drink your Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the direct you sh- direction you should go, which Love I'm it. all for these days, especially yeah. for this year. I yeah. literally bought a can of pumpkin puree just for this drink. Wow. <laughs> wow. So I'll probably make another one next week for the festivities that are going on in America. Or you could make a little mini mini pumpkin pie with it, with the leftover puree or something. Yeah, there you go. A little mini boozy pumpkin pie. I like If I knew how to make a pumpkin pie, I know how to make a pumpkin pie in a drink, but not a pumpkin pie in real life. I got pumpkin pie skills, don't you worry. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad (laughs) glad somebody does. So I know we said that last week was confusing, but I did want to kind of briefly bring people up to speed for this week. Uh, So I was thinking if we did sort of like a previously on drunk bible study what would be in that like what would be in that collection of scenes and i was thinking there's elisha and joash where elisha's Mm -hmm. like shoot the ground joash and joash shoots it three times he's like you idiot why did you shoot it three times (laughs) you should have shot it five or six times ah uh what else that was weird oh the the Uh Yes, there would be the scene of when we were like gonna try to bury a dead guy and we ran out of time because there was a siege. So we just kind of tossed him into the same tomb that Elisha's in. And the minute his body bounces off the cave wall and lands on Elisha's bones, he springs back to life. And then we never talk about it ever again. Yep, that's a yeah, good that one. That was weird. That was weird. That's a good one. Um, um, oh, right. We'd have a good scene, too, of like some priests taking offerings and then yes. hoarding them. And the king oh, being right. like, you should repair the temple. And they're like, yeah. And then 20 years later, is like the caption <laughs> at the bottom. And then they're still hoarding all the money. And he's like, that's it. I'm overseeing you and making sure this temple gets repaired. Less of an action-packed scene. But- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but still. And then just a lot of other stuff happening in the midst of that with people with similar names or identical names, but they're different people. Kings coming and going. Yeah. 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 Most who are evil, some who did all right. No one who's all out good, though. In the chat, talking about the thistle and the, it was the oak or was it the pine or the cedar? It was like a thistle. I think it was was some kind of parable about a thistle trying to cedar. ask for the daughter of a cedar in marriage, and then an animal came by and crushed the thistle. And oh, it's yeah, like a Zen yeah. koan, and we all attained enlightenment as soon as we read it. <laughs> yeah, so we're all enlightened no. now for this next <laughs> yeah, episode. I, I didn't feel that way, but I'm glad that you too did. I'm glad <laughs> some of us are enlightened now. Yeah, beautiful. Well, right. I, just really easy, really easy to go on. Yeah. And we're continuing on with 2 Kings chapters 15 through 17. If you want to read along, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in 2 Kings 15-17. 
With that, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, 2 Kings 15. In the 27th year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, began Azariah, son of Amaziah, king of Judah, to reign. Everyone pull up that chart because... Oh, yeah, <laughs> we really need to already. gotta have it, Goodness. like, side by side with the yeah, reading. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 16 years old was he oh, when right. he began to reign. Right. All these little, young boys. Goodness. teenage snot. And wow. maybe he, he was a nice, very like cerebral, very I don't know, nurturing little boy. boy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, You're if just like boy, no way. If this is a boy who's been groomed to be king from birth, I don't think there's a good chance that he's coming out of that oven with some, you know, strong ethics and humility. But what All do right, I know? Fine. I don't know well, any kings. Well, let's see. We'll see. Okay, yeah, you're right. We don't personally know any kings, so we can't we really judge. No. And he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Jechaliah of Jerusalem. He did that which was right in the eyes of Yahweh, Yay. according to all that his father A Amaziah had done. Yay, good boy. However, well Uh-oh. the high places were not taken away. Classic. The people still sacrificed mm. and burnt incense in the high places. We just we got to get rid of all of the high places, all yeah. of or, it, or all of the incense. Just yeah, make it just ban it. it. <laughs> it's yeah, gotta be both. I guess. Well, what do they mean by the high places? Does that just mean that those like are a, the shrines? I think so. It's the shrines to other gods. It's like a freaking yeah. college dorm where they're like, "Don't burn anything. You're going to get sent home for six weeks if you burn anything." Yeah. Yeah. Is that, okay. a, is that a thing? Is that a... Your RN will stop sleeping nice. with you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. wow. Sorry. This story became very college... personal. I also, I also <laughs> never lived in a college dorm, so I don't know how it actually goes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 So you're not speaking from experience no. here. I thought, I thought okay. for sure that was a personal story. <laughs> so did I. Yeah. <laughs> Yahweh <sighs> struck the king so that he was a leper to the day of his death. And oh. lived in a separate house. Oh, that's Jeez. Sad. Boy. Yeah. That was really a lot. Why yeah. why why do that? Like that that seems like way bigger punishment than other kings have had to deal with. That is much more specific than we've gotten. Yeah. Hmm. I also want to point out in the chat, thank you, Sherry, for pointing out that it's an RA, not an RN. But oh. you don't know what college I went to. Maybe there were RNs on every single floor of the dorms that I didn't live in. Okay. <laughs> Back to the story. Jotham, the king's son, was over the household, judging the people of the land. Now, the rest of the acts of Azariah and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? Absolutely. Drink for that one. Absolutely. They yeah, are. definitely got a drink for that. Azariah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in the city of David, and Jotham, his son, reigned in his place. In the 38th year of Azariah, king of Judah, did Zechariah, Zechariah, not Zechariah, Zechariah, yes, the son of Jeroboam, reign over Israel in Samaria six months. He did that, which was evil, in the sight of Yahweh. Boo. Classic. Wait, 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 wait. So did they, they talked about... Jotham, and then they just skipped over Jotham. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. It Wait, did was, they? Was, uh, Azariah. No, Jotham was Azariah's son, and uh-huh. Jotham was took over things. Okay. And Azariah died after he was a leper. Right. So yeah. So Azariah was a was. Wait, I thought it was Amaziah that got leprosy later. Was it? But no, he did that which he's according to Amaziah. all that He's the son of Amaziah. Azariah, oh, okay. son of Amaziah, got leprosy, died. Yes. Jotham is his son, and uh, all the acts written in aren't they? Aren't, aren't they, they? Aren't they? Aren't they? they? Yeah. And okay. then we're talking about uh, the next... Zechariah. Okay. 
Okay. So we're we're just like we're bouncing bing, bang. back and forth yeah. between Judah and Israel. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's what's really clear. It's, it's not really a clear. single not. lineage. It's like at this time, this king was the king of this country, but at the same time, this king was the king of this country, and then it switched, and then well, let's go back to the other country to keep you yeah. updated. It's okay. like sports announcements. So I recommend checking out the chart that we'll link in the <laughs> Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. But yeah, so this King Azariah, he reigned for fifty-two years, right? So yes. he has one, two, three, four, four kings of Israel went by while he was oh, king of boy. Judah. Okay, so we oh, really wow. gotta we really gotta get through him. Four Shoot. full okay. kings plus he overlaps with two more. So there are six oh, different kings of Israel who overlap okay. with Azariah okay. and Judah. All right. I really want the Bible <laughs> to be written in columns during this. Like <laughs> I see the two so, stories. Okay, on one yes, exactly. On one side is mm. Israel and on one side is Judah, and then you can read about each as they're happening at the same time. So okay, yeah. Azariah is going to get like a lot more written about him. And then each of the other people have like little teeny bits written about them during his time. Or even if we just had transitions that was like, meanwhile, Any, in Judas. Meanwhile. Yes. <laughs> meanwhile. Erstwhile. Yes. Uh-huh. Love it. Okay. Okay. So I have a feeling that I'm going to have to really grind out a lot of Kings. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to go just, through just, Let's do okay. this. Yeah. He did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh, as his fathers had done. He didn't depart from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel to sin. Mm. Shalom, the son of Jabesh, conspired against him and struck him before the people and killed him and reigned in his place. The, happens a lot these days. The message clarifies that he assassinated him in public. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what it says, struck him before the people. Yeah, okay. you just never quite know with the, <laughs> the way that's written, what that really means. Yeah. Okay. Now, the rest of the Acts of Zechariah, uh, behold, oh, they are written in behold. the book of the Chronicles what? of the Kings of Israel. Oh, this wow. is our first declarative statement about the book of the Chronicles well, of the Kings of Israel. somebody write that down? Because I want to make sure that it actually <laughs> is written in there. We can't, Emily. We can't, though. It's a technically okay, a different it's not book. the same one. It's yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay, fine. This is wild, though, that they're like, I'm not even going to ask you. I know. Right. Yeah. I know for a fact. This is a <laughs> the fact. The writer doesn't have to ask the reader whether or not it's yeah. in there. So cheeky. Are they even, written? I even don't know. It behold. Behold. Yeah. Just behold. Yeah. freaking sit down and listen to me. Okay. <laughs> this was the word of Yahweh, which he spoke to Jehu, saying, your sons to the fourth generation shall sit on the throne of Israel. So it came to pass. To the fourth generation. Remember, he cursed Jehu. He was like, I'm going to punish you, but it's not going to kick in until four generations from now. Right. Is that what he means? Yeah. Yes. Or does he mean... Yeah. Up until the fourth generation, your sons will sit on the throne, and then after that, nah. Yeah, exactly. Mm, That is, yeah. Yeah. After that, nah. So Zechariah was the last one who, like, now the delayed punishment from Yahweh is coming in. Okay. Shalom, the son of Jabesh, began to reign in the 9 and 30th year of Uzziah, king of Judah. And he reigned the space of a month in Samaria. Oof, wow, month. what happened to that guy? I think that's our that's our shortest record that we got. Yeah, one yeah, month. One that's month. Menahem, the son of Gadi, went up from Tirzah and came to Samaria and struck Shalom, the son of Jabesh, in <laughs> Samaria and killed him and reigned in his place. Yeah, got it. Now, it feels like the, the just doing kings in general, having kings, like it's not working. You would think at some <laughs> point somebody would be like, this system is maybe not sustainable. Yeah. Perhaps we should try a different system. Exactly. We tried this little experiment. We we said that we wanted kings. God was like, I don't think so. And they're like, please, God. And he's like, fine, but you're going to hate it. And then and here everybody hates it. <laughs> yeah. Slash, it just isn't working. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we need to, maybe we should consider being a... a a semi-porous collective of some kind where we switch every week who's actually in charge of the board of decision-making. It is funny. Actually, Emily, what you just said, I think is a great summary of all of first and second Kings and all of uh, first and second Joshua, right? Like we want Kings. No. Yes, please. Yahweh says they'll suck. We want them anyway. Everyone hates it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There you go. Done. They could have just written that and then we could have like been on to Chronicles already. Right. Read about all of these things in there anyways. Right. Exactly. And not not first and second Joshua. There was only one Joshua. What uh first and second 
Yeah, you're Samuel. Tripping. Samuel. That's what Samuel, I meant. which wasn't about Samuel. It was about that other guy. Cool. <laughs> yes. <David>. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Now, the rest of the Acts of Shalom Ugh. and his conspiracy, which he made, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles wow. of the Kings of Israel. This person think, finally, okay. like, looked it well, up. They're like, I he's very asking, declarative. <laughs> I keep asking because I don't know, but I've gone and looked it up, and now I can tell you for sure. No, but question, is it the actual speaker switching his tone, or is it that they switch translators, mm. and it's a different translator who's like, mm, I think this takes more of a declarative tone. We or, don't have to, to translate this as a rhetorical question. Or is it like mid-season of a show and they fire the writer and they hire a new one and he's yeah. got to keep the lore Different going and keep some tropes but but he writes it a little differently like that yeah yeah, yeah. then menahem struck tipsha tip tip tipsha and all who were therein and the borders of it from tirza because they didn't open to him therefore he struck it and all the women therein who were with child, he ripped up. Jeez. What? I don't like Excuse- that at all. That's horrifying. Yikes. Up? What is this choice of verb, translator? Ripped up. What is the, Jace, what does the message say? <laughs> Using Tirza as his base, Menahem opened his reign by smashing Tifsa, devastating both the town and its suburbs because they didn't welcome him with open arms. He savagely ripped open all the pregnant women. Why Yikes. would the message still hung on to that verb? Why? This Apparently is the ESV also did, says uh, John Michael. Goodness. In the 9 and 30th year of Azariah, king of Judah began Menahem, the son of Gadi, to reign over Israel and reign 10 years in Samaria. He did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh. He didn't depart all his days from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel to sin. Uh There came against the land Pool, the king of Assyria. (laughs) P-U-L, Pool. Pool. And Menahem gave Pool... 1,000 talents of silver that his hand might be with him to confirm the kingdom in his hand. Okay, so he's buying off his allies. Okay. Menahem exacted the money of Israel, even of all the mighty men of wealth, of each man 50 shekels of silver to give to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria turned back and didn't stay there in the land. Oh, oh so he paid him off to, to not... To not... <laughs> fight him anymore right this is not the first time we've done this Uh, yeah yeah Yeah. we have done this before okay now the rest of the acts of menahem and all that he did (sighs) aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of israel we're We're back back to questioning i'm not so sure (laughs) Hmm. sure those other guys i I really knew but this guy not a not a clue actually yeah menahem slept with his fathers and oh boy Pekahiah. 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 That's what it's going to be. Pekahiah, his son, reigned in his place. In the 50th year of Azariah, king of Judah, Pekahiah, the son of Menahem, began to reign over Israel and Samaria and reigned two years. Some he did quick kings. Uh huh. Some yeah. quick, quick and dirty se- kings. Yeah, it seems like being a king. I don't know. I'd be a little worried. I'm like these kings are dying <laughs> at a really quick rate here. I don't know if I want to step yeah. into this job. Well, I think that's why there's stuff like with that one queen, where as soon as she stepped into power, she's like, okay, I got to kill the entire family. And right. this happened many times in many monarchies all across the globe because it's so tenuous like this that yeah. it really is okay. Now I literally just have to get out in front of it and kill anybody who might have any interest in having power who's not loyal to me. And yeah, right, or anyone totally. who could claim any right to the throne, yeah, who's exactly. even remotely That's related. Why, exactly, yeah. anyone remotely related, I just got to get rid of them. Wow. Yeah. That stuff happened all A the lot. time, Yeah, sadly. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, he did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh. Classic. He didn't depart from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel to sin. Pika, Pika. 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 This is P-E-K-A-H. Pika. Can we have Detective Pikachu, played by yes. Ryan Reynolds, show up again as this role? Yeah, he has another little cameo. Sure. What was the last role that he played? The no donkey? No idea. Wasn't oh, he the yeah. donkey? Did he play <laughs> the, the donkey? donkey? 
<laughs> you Maybe play Balaam's donkey. Like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's adorable. Pika, the son of Ramalia, his captain, conspired against him and struck him in mm. Samaria Boy. in the castle of the king's house with Argob and Arye. And with him were 50 men of the Gileadites, and he killed him and reigned in his place. Now, the rest of the acts oh of Pekahiah and all that he did, behold, oh. they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. Wow. We're really we're back. doing we're back. a pendulum <laughs> <We're back>. swing. <laughs> in the two and fiftieth year of Azariah, king of Judah, Pekah, the son of Ramalia, began to reign over Israel and Samaria and reigned 20 years. Oh, good job, Pekah. He did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh. He Classic. didn't depart from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel to sin. Can I, what, what did Jeroboam do? <laughs> You're going to ask this every single week, Emily. <laughs> Have I really asked it every week? I, I don't know. Uh, maybe not. Variations on a theme. It, it Jeroboam, just the it's, usual the same, stuff. It's, it's the same GD okay. thing, is that he does just not get rid the... of Beyonce and the sexy, cool. sexy golden calves. Yeah. And yeah. keeps on worshiping them and burning incense left and right. And Yahweh hates that stuff. It's, yeah. it's just funny that they're attributing that to Jeroboam. Because I'm like, isn't that like a bunch of people besides Jeroboam? It is, but it's like, it's kind of like that's where it started. I thought, it, yeah. the I, thought started. I thought it started with David or or but even Moses or it's gone or way Aaron back. or yeah. It's gone way back. But I think in... I mean, technically it all starts with Adam, but... Well, sure. In the recent history of this, I think that um, Jeroboam was kind of the first one who made those other temples become widespread in Israel and Judah again. I think that's the deal they're saying. Okay. Well, cool. In the days of Pekah, king of Israel, came Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria. Uh, Which also sounds like... A sort of Pokemon. <laughs> right. Evolution. Pilsner sounds like a kind of beer, like a Pilsner. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So king of Assyria and took Ejon and Abel Beth Makkah and Genoa and Kadesh and Hazor and Gilead and Galilee, all the land of Naphtali, and he carried them captive to Assyria. Okay. This was Whoa. important because okay. the... What we talked about before when we learned about the history of this is that this part of the book was written after the Israelites had been liberated from being captured by the Syrians. And so these books are telling kind of the story of up to them getting captured. So the fact that we're starting to now actually lose some cities to the Assyrians, Mm. that's that's kind of we're setting that up it's like we've been evil for so long that we're gonna start losing this losing. is sort of like a book about the downfall okay. of these kingdoms okay the very oh, okay. very 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 slow downfall very okay. slow yeah yeah this is happening over many 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 years many mm-hmm. generations yeah. Hoshea, the son of elah made a conspiracy against pika the son of ramalia and struck him and killed him oh pika poor pika, pika. and reigned in his place in the 20th year of Jotham, the son of Uzziah. Now, the rest of the acts of Pekah and all that he did, behold, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. Wow. In nice. the second year of Pekah, the son of Ramalia, king of Israel, began Jotham, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, to reign. Can we bounce uh, okay. back? Yeah, now we're back over in Judah. To okay. Judah, okay. He was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. He did that which was right right in the eyes of Yahweh. Yay! Oh, wow. oh, good job. He did according to all that his father Uzziah had done. However, uh. the high places were not taken away. Mm. People still sacrificed and burned incense in the high places. <laughs> in the message, it says... But he didn't interfere with the traffic to the neighborhood sex and religion shrines. Always Whoa. the sex and religion shrines. And the problem is the message. When you call them that, it sounds way cooler and way more fun than anything else in this book. Yeah, the That's traffic true. to them. It's like he didn't put up what? Like, like speed like traps along and, the way? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Diverting people away from them. Yeah. Some yield signs. I don't yeah. know. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. He built the upper ha- the upper gate of the house of Yahweh. Oh, cool. There's something. Love cool. that gate. What? Now, the was... rest of the acts of Jotham and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? <laughs> I don't know. Are they? In those days, Yahweh began to send against Judah Rezin, the king of Syria. <laughs> Just Rezin. Rezin. <laughs> and Pekah. I, I thought I was going to say Pekah for the last time, but here we are. Uh, and Pekah, the son of Ramalia. Wait, is that a different Pekah? Or no, a, a, it's the same it's one. The same? Uh, Yahweh oh, is okay. sending against Judah. Rezin. Pika. Rezin, the king of Syria. Mm-hmm. And Pekah. And Pekah. The king of Israel. Are fighting Israel. against Judah. Right. Okay. Got it. Jotham slept with his fathers. And was buried with his fathers in the city of David, his father, and Ahaz, his son, reigned in his place. That's the end of the chapter. Good Lord, that was a long one. I have drunk a half of a bottle of wine, y'all. Oh, gracious. Okay, I love that. You need to pace yourself. (laughs) You are... It's not a day for pacing. Okay. All right. I think that's a great opportunity to take a brief intermission and to tell our listeners some ways that they can support this show and keep these live shows coming to everyone for free. And we're back. Hello, everyone. All right, Jace, I believe it's your turn. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you're right. Here we go. Yeah, gonna... so Jace, you have, compared <laughs> to that chapter, your chapter is like half as long, and then Emily's right. is the longest. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gotta Let's do this really thing. strap in here. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, we're, we're getting right back into it here with, uh, in the 17th year of Pika, the son of Ramalia, Ahaz, the son of Jotham, king of Judah, began to reign. Uh, king of Jotham. Oh, yeah. So we already moved past Jotham. Son of Jotham. Got okay. It. Okay. King of Judah. Okay. 20 years old was Ahaz when he began to reign. Oh, right. And his father, Jotham, did good. He was one of the good ones. Mm. Okay. So now Ahaz, 20 years old was Ahaz when he began to reign, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. He didn't do that which was right uh, in the eyes of Yahweh his uh, God like David his father but he walked in the way of the kings of Israel yes and made his son to pass through the fire what according to the abominations huh? of the nations whom Yahweh cast okay, out from Sorry. before the, the children of, of Israel the stop, stop the podcast please can we stop the podcast just process that a little bit okay walking through fire and abominations of the nations to pass through the fire according to the abominations of the nations whom yahweh cast out it definitely does i feel Mm. like yeah they're gonna play warp tour (laughs) it's gonna be a really good time okay i wrote that Um, down we'll maybe look into that but yeah seems like molek might have been involved molek made an appearance he loves fire yeah fire walk with me (laughs) <laughs> he sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places. No, mm. no, he himself did it. No, yeah, not okay. Yeah. Wow, what a bad boy. And on the hills, and under every green tree. Every well, green tree. That's every not single good for one? the trees. <laughs> he sacrificed and burnt incense under every single one of them. Wow, oh, he just was bad. like, check, Molly. I did yeah. this tree. He like puts a little like white mark on each of the trees <laughs> yeah. that he burns incense under. That's amazing. Yeah. Then Rezin, king of Syria, and Pekah, son of Ramalia, king of Israel, came up to Jerusalem to war. And they besieged Ahaz, but could not overcome him. Yikes. At that time, Rezin, king of Syria, recovered Elath to Syria. Uh, I guess took back one of their towns and drove the Jews from Elath. And the Syrians came to Elath and lived there to this day. Oh. So Ahaz sent messengers to Tiglath Pilsner, king of Assyria, saying, I am your servant and your son. Twist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm your really? long lost son. No, I don't, I don't and think literally. also your servant. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's what it yeah. means. I'm your servant and your son, colon, come up and save me out of the hand of the king of Syria. Oh, I see. He's trying to get help because they're, because we're brothers, brother. And out of the hand of the king of Israel who rise up against me. Ahaz took the silver and gold that was found in the house of Yahweh and in the treasures of the king's house 
and sent it for a present to the king of Assyria. Oh, that seems like not a good thing to do at all. That's real bad. Well, yeah. but, but that king before used some of that gold to buy their way to freedom as well. So he's not the first one to use. Was it Yahweh's it, gold? Yeah, taking Yahweh's gold. I, no, I think the other guy did it that too. It wasn't just from his own private like coffers. He no, he didn't... the other guy he had like all like people in his kingdom contribute, like especially rich dudes contribute. That was the previous one in this episode, but last episode I think it was, or maybe the one before that, the little baby king pulled together money and he took Lord it out of his king. coffers and also out of the house of Yahweh, I think. Okay. Anyway, whatever. It worked out for him. We'll see how it goes this time. Uh, he sent it for a present to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria listened to him and the king of Assyria went up against Damascus and took it and carried the people of it captive to Kir and killed Rezin. King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet Tiglath-Pilsner, king of Assyria, and saw the altar that was at Damascus. And King Ahaz sent to Urijah the priest, and sent to Urijah the priest the fashion of the altar and the pattern of it. Oh, he's like, I love this altar. You really, he took a picture of it and he was like, hey man, can you make me this? And he's like, "Mm, it's going to cost you, but sure. I guess it would be like charcoal etchings of the pattern of it, maybe. I don't know. He drew a diagram of it. Yeah. Uh, According to all the workmanship, workmanship of it, Urijah, the priest, built an altar, according to all that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus. So did Urijah, the priest, make it against the coming of Ahaz from Damascus. When the king was come from Damascus, the king saw the altar, and the king drew near to the altar, and it was love at first sight, (laughs) and offered offered thereon. He burnt his burnt offering and his meal offering and poured his drink offering and sprinkled the blood of his peace offerings on the altar. The brazen altar, which was before Yahweh, he brought from the forefront of the house, from between his altar and the house of Yahweh, and put it on the north side of his altar. Wow, it's a detail that I don't think we care about. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I'm having a little bit of whiplash right now that we're going from like this king happened, then this king happened, then this king happened, then this king happened to like he moves stuff from the right side over to the left side. (laughs) Okay, so he sees this like super fashionable altar in Damascus and sends the designs back. Has Urijah, his priest, make it? He comes back and is like wild on Pinterest. Right, right. Super trending. And then he does all his offerings. And then I guess the other altar, like the previous altar, which was before Yahweh, he brought from the front of the house that was between his altar and the house of Yahweh and instead put it on the north side of his altar. I'm guessing further away, maybe. Well, you know, feng shui. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta redecorate every now and then. I guess it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I'm just curious if the message gives any uh, sort of flavor to this. It is strange that they decided that this was so important that they had to like spend an entire chapter talking about it. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Whereas the lives of these big kings, they're just gonna they're gonna say like one to two sentences about each of them, and then <laughs> we're gonna move on. We just kind of throw them away, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, Annalisa is yeah. asking if this previous altar is the one that Solomon built. Maybe. I don't, it, yeah. Is but it? yeah, from the message. From the message, it does say that he displaced God's altar from its central place and pushed it off to the side of his new altar. Oh, that's not good. That's kind of what I... God's probably not going to like that. Yeah. King Ahaz commanded Urijah the priest, saying, On the great altar burn the morning burnt offering and the evening meal offering and the king's burnt offering and his meal offering with the burnt offering of all the people of the land and their meal offering, and their drink offerings, and sprinkle you, okay, on it. Jace, Jace, you've said meal offering like three times now. Yeah, because it was the evening meal There's offering. There's multiple meal it's offerings. it's the king's meal offering, and then it's the people's I meal know, offering. We're back to all these rules about offerings yeah. that we have not reviewed in That's true. almost a year. We are supposed to keep them in our heads and <laughs> know them for all of time because they they don't really like go over it again since... Well, we should what? have been doing them every day since then, so... Oh, whoops. <laughs> uh, 
So they know what they're doing, but we don't know what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And sprinkle on it all the blood of the burnt offering and all the blood of the sacrifice. But the brazen altar, that's the, the old Yahweh's altar, shall be for me to inquire by. So, like, everyone else is going to use this new fashionable altar, and I'm going to use the old Yahweh altar. Who's me? Who's King Ahaz? Okay, he commanded the priest. Okay, gotcha. Thus did Urijah the priest, according to all that King Ahaz commanded. King Ahaz cut off the panels of the bases. Wow, we're really going into detail. Okay. Cut off the panels of the bases and removed the basin from off them and took down the sea from off the brazen oxen that were under Wait, it. Wait, hold yeah, on. Okay, yeah, this so is this from is, back in this Solomon. Is, okay, yeah. it's still there. Okay, it's still cracking. We're still, we still have the sea with the oxen with their butts facing each other, yeah. holding it up. Yeah, he's just, okay, but he's he remodeling. Cut, he cut the oxen off? Well, I don't know what they mean by take down the sea. Well, so the sea was the big bull that was on top of those 12 oxen okay. with their butts toward each other. Okay. That he's taken it down. He's down. removed the sea off of it. What's he going to do? And put it on a pavement of stone. So he's put it on a stone base instead of up on the oxen. Okay. And he also, it sounds like all the other basins. Remember that we had like... 24 basins that we made back with Solomon. That wheeled around, right? Yeah, the wheeled basins. (laughs) That he cut the panels off of those and removed the basins from them. So I think he's like dismantling What is he doing with these basins? This is like a very extreme episode of uh, extreme Extreme makeover. Extreme temple makeover, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was thinking of trading spaces, but... Mm, Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Okay, so he took off the the sea from off the brazen oxen, set it down on a stone base. The covered way for the Sabbath that they had built in the house and the king's entry outside turned he to the house of Yahweh because of the king of Assyria. Maybe that's a smaller house? Okay. Let me just check the message here real quick to see if it makes any sense. Yeah, then King Ahaz proceeded to plunder the temple furniture of all Whoa. its bronze. See, that, okay, that's yeah, a okay. different, yeah, yeah, that's a different sentiment here. Yeah, it says, uh, and then salvaged the four bronze oxen that supported the huge basin, the sea, and set the sea unceremoniously on the stone pavement. Oh, okay. So it feels like the message is a little bit pontificating here and yeah. kind of adding some interpretive flair of this is not a good thing for him to be doing. No. Finally, be angry. he removed any distinctive features from within the temple that were offensive to the oh. king of Assyria. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's going to be, okay, it's going to be like those really awkward episodes of Trading Spaces where, like, the people come back to their house and they hate what's yeah. happened. <laughs> Yahweh's going to come back in and just be like, uh... Yeah. I, I, mean, I this I, is not... Uh, and then he's going to start crying and it's and the cameras are just going to love it. Yeah. Boy, wow. <laughs> and then he's going to kill this guy. Now, the rest of the acts of Ahaz, which he did, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah? <sighs> Ahaz slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, and Hezekiah, his son, reigned in his place. So wait a minute, there was no, like, reckoning for this? Nothing, like, happened? It may still come, but yeah, okay. it seems like he was bad, bad, bad. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I wanted something to happen. And which king was this doing all this stuff? It was Ahaz, right? I'm just yeah. writing it down for yeah. a bonus. Yeah. That's weird. Okay, so... After him is his son, Hezekiah. Okay. All right. Now, meanwhile, I'm going to add it. Meanwhile, in Israel, so that was all in Judah. Meanwhile, okay. in Israel, in the 12th year of Ahaz, king of Judah, began- Wait, this is me, Jess. Where are you Oh, where are you're you right. That me? was the end of my oh, chapter. whoa. Geez. That was so short. It was just, like, excuse <laughs> me. Trying to dominate the show. Come on yeah. now. I'm like, I'm sorry. Are you just going to read my chapter too? Oh, gosh, you're right. Please, please take it away. Meanwhile. Thank you. In Israel. <laughs> Meanwhile, in chapter 17. <laughs> in the 12th year of Ahaz, king of Judah, began Hoshia, Hoshia, the son of Elah, to reign in Samaria over Israel and reigned nine years. 
He did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh, yet not as the kings of Israel who were before him. Okay, hold on. What could that possibly mean? So Yahweh doesn't like him. He's evil, but he's not done it in the same way as the previous kings of letting the high places be high places and letting the incense be burned. I heard it as like he was bad, but not as bad as some of them. So he only did it maybe by himself, like in a room. (laughs) He just lit some incense (laughs) on his own. Yeah, Yeah. but like nobody else lit the incense. He He was kicked out of the dorm. Yeah. like (laughs) Oh, I like that, Annalisa, burning incense in low places. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe he did put up some like speed bumps and yield signs on the way to the sex and (laughs) religion shrines, but didn't like block off the roads, you know? Yeah. So No, that's good. Okay. So against him came up Shalmaneser, <laughs> king of Assyria, and Hoshea became his servant and brought him tribute. The king of oh. Assyria found conspiracy in Hoshea, for he had sent messengers to So, king of Egypt. That's that, wait, S-O, that's his name? So. King his name of Egypt. So? Wow. So, oh. king of Egypt, <laughs> and offered no tribute to the king of Assyria, as he had done year by year. Therefore, the king of Assyria shut him up and bound him in prison. Whoa. <laughs> can, I, can I read the message version yes, of this? It's please. pretty great. So, but Shalmaneser discovered that Hoshea had been operating traitorously behind his back, having worked out a deal with King So of Egypt. And adding insult to injury, Hoshea was way behind on his annual payments of tribute to Assyria. Uh, uh, hmm. Not cool. <laughs> way behind on them. Way behind. So they bound him in prison or what? Yeah, so they threw him in prison and proceeded then- to invade the entire country. Whoa, okay. Uh, I guess that's going to happen here. Then the king of Assyria came up throughout all the land and went up to Samario. S- Samario? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's me, me Samario. <laughs> yeah. And besieged it three years. In the ninth year of Hoshea, the king of Assyria took Samaria and carried Israel away to Assyria and placed them in Hala on the Habor, the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes, Medes, it was so because the children of Israel had sinned against Yahweh, their God, who brought them up out of the land of Egypt from under the hand of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and had feared other gods and walked in the statues of the nations, statutes of the nations whom Yahweh cast out from before the children of Israel and of the kings of Israel, which they made. Wow. Okay. All right. That was okay. a lot. So they deserved it. Yes. Yeah. The children of Israel did secretly things that were not right against Yahweh their God, and yeah. they built them high places in all their cities, from the Tower of the Watchmen to the fortified city, and they set them up pillars and ashram on every high yes. hill and under every green tree. And there they burnt incense in all the high places, as under did the every nations. Every single green tree. Every yeah. green tree. As did the nations whom Yahweh carried away before them, and they worked wicked things to provoke Yahweh to anger, and they served idols of which Yahweh sa- had said to them, you shall not do this thing. <laughs> Boy. Yet Yahweh testified to Israel and to Judah by every prophet and every seer, saying, turn you from your evil ways and keep my commandments and my statutes according to all the law which I command your fathers, and which I send to you by my servants the prophets. Notwithstanding, they would not hear, but hardened their mm. neck like mm. the neck of their fathers. Stiff-necked Hold people, on. remember? So the stiff-necked funny. people are back. Hardened their neck. I, not their heart, their neck. No, their neck. Like the neck Boy. of their fathers who didn't believe in Yahweh their God. They rejected his statutes and his covenant that he made with their fathers and his testimonies, which he testified to them. And they followed vanity and became vain and went after the nations that were round about them concerning whom Yahweh had charged those who should not do like them. Yikes. Boy, yep. Bad, bad news. Yep. Super bad news. They forsook all the commandments of Yahweh their God and made them molten images, even Oof. two calves, two, 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 calves. Calves. two whole Double calves, calves. <laughs> two little baby calves, 
and made an Asherah and worshipped all the host okay. of the sky. It feels like this is just like it's spiraling now. Like they're yeah. really, you know, like nose diving into the ground of idol worship. No, yeah, they made. OK, so they made molten images, images, even two calves and made an Asherah and worshipped all the host of the sky and serve all. Okay, okay. Can I read you that whole thing from the message? Because it's amazing. Please. So they threw out everything God, their God, had told them and replaced him with two statue gods shaped like bull calves and then a phallic (gasps) pole for the whore whore goddess Asherah. Jeez. The... The whore goddess Ooh, Asherah. Gosh, I, I'm sorry. I am just falling deeper and deeper in love with Asherah the more we read this book, Oh, definitely. She's the coolest, for sure. They worshipped cosmic forces, sky Ooh. gods and goddesses, and like, frequented the sex and religion shrines of Baal. Dude, I, I'm sorry. You just If you want people to not worship these things, you got to do a better job of running a smear campaign. You, true. you have to. This is yeah. just freaking rad (laughs) at least (laughs) like in the message they really like make it sound awesome in these other books and these other versions they're just you know it's fairly like benign it's like whatever it's just it's just ball it's just a calf big deal but they're like whores and sex and drugs and yeah come on over (laughs) is it possible that Uh eugene peterson the author of the message bible was maybe kinda... I like how you say the author of the Message Bible, <laughs> not the translator, the author. Well, okay. It's, it's, he's taken a lot of liberties, so I think it crosses into author, but sure. The, uh-huh. the localization, the localizer <laughs> for the sure. Message Bible, uh, if he was kind of, just got kind of worked up, was getting all excited about oh, I know, mean, he sounds very this whore goddess and these sex and religion shrines, and that's why he me- phallic... mentions them so much. What was, it? What yeah. was the phallic... The phallic Something? tower or phallic pole or oh, yeah, whatever it phallic was. pole for the whore goddess Asherah. Mm, okay. What are they like? Boy, oh boy, doing some fun, fun stuff on that phallic pole. Like what's I mean, it's happening? A, it's a sex and religion shrine. I'll leave yeah. it up to your imagination. Well, yeah. There it is. Okay. They caused their sons and their daughters to pass through fire and used divination and enchantments and sold themselves to do that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh Oof. to provoke him to anger. Yeah. Therefore, Yahweh was very angry with Israel and there removed is. them out of his sight. There was none left but the tribe of Judah only. Whoa. Okay. He's like, bye, Israel. I'm done with you. <laughs> They've done it now. In, in the message, this next section is in parentheses. After the, like, there was only one tribe left, which was Judah, and then in parentheses. Okay, okay, here, in parentheses. Also, Judah didn't keep the commandments of Yahweh their God, but walked in the statues of Israel, which they made. Yahweh rejected all the seed of Israel and afflicted them and delivered them into the hand of spoilers until he had cast them out of his sight. Well, okay. ruined all it their TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> he told them the ending to Game of Thrones before it happened, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, really? Ugh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> For he tore Israel from the house of David, and they made Jeroboam the son of Nabat king. Nabat king. <laughs> and Jeroboam drove Israel from following Yahweh and made them a sin and great sin. Oh, made boy. them sin a great sin. That was what it was. <laughs> the children of Israel walked in all the sins of Jeroboam, which he did, and they didn't depart from them until Yahweh removed Israel out of his sight, and he spoke by all his servants, the prophets. So Israel was carried away out of their own land to Assyria to this day. The king of Assyria brought men from Babylon and from Kutha and from Ava, no, sorry, Ava, and from Hamath and Sephah. Sephar Vaim and placed them in the cities of Samaria instead of the children of Israel, and they possessed Samaria and lived in the cities of it. Wow. So yeah, so, so they've been they've been yeah. conquered now. They've basically been completely okay. conquered now by the Assyrians. Okay. All right. Too bad for them. So it was at the beginning of their dwelling there that they didn't fear Yahweh. Therefore, Yahweh sent lions among them, which what? killed some of them. Hold. Okay. What? Just- 
I did not. I did not Whoa. expect that. Whoa, man! <laughs> First it was bears. It was Elisha and the bears, and now Yahweh's like, yeah, plague alliance. Well, there Go was nuts. that like, that lion who killed the other guy and then hung out with the hung out with, with the, donkey. the donkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's not a plague of lions. <laughs> no, <laughs> true. That's that's not a lion awesome. infestation. Wow. <laughs> Therefore, they spoke to the king of Assyria, saying, The nations which you have carried away and placed in the cities of Samaria don't know the law of God of the land. Therefore, he has sent lions among them, and behold, they kill them because they don't know the God of the land. Wow. Wait, okay. This is great. Actually, this is some great world building here. So the Assyrians have taken over this. Yeah. And then they get attacked by lions. Yeah. And they're like... Ah, so like the god of this area, Yahweh, we don't know like what to do to appease him. And so he sent lions to us. We, we don't know what to do. So it is like you, this like, interesting us, world where they're like, yeah, we acknowledge that this land has a different god than we have in our land. So that's, yeah, that is interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You can go like one land over and there's like a different god and you have to like do the right things for that god. Right, sort of a jurisdiction I mean, thing. He's like, when yeah. Jason, I, honestly, when Jason and I, whenever we go to Japan, one of the first things we do is we go to the local Shinto shrine and mm. offer up a little prayer to the Kamisama of just like, don't f us over while we're here. <laughs> right, it's like we realize we've left our jurisdiction and we're now don't in yours. Don't send some lions, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't send Thanks. any lions up in this. And, please and thank you. To, I mean, as proof. We have never been attacked by lions in Japan. It's true. It's so true. There we go. Yeah. I don't even know if there's a single lion in Japan. Maybe in No, but zoos. there's bears. There okay, bears. there's bears. So... We haven't been attacked by those either. That's so good. Good. We haven't even been attacked by monkeys in Japan. And that's a more real threat because Ooh. some of the parks, they're around and they can mess you up. Oh, how cute. Okay. <laughs> then the king of Assyria commanded saying, carry there one of the priests whom you brought from there. And let them go and dwell there and let them let him teach them the law of the God of the land. So oh, one of the priests that's cool. whom they, yeah. So they're like bringing back <laughs> the priest yeah, from get, Israel. Yeah, get a priest over here. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll tell you what's up. Yeah. So one of the priests whom they had carried away from Samario, so Samario, God, every time it's Samario. Samario. <laughs> <laughs> came and lived in Bethel and taught them how they should fear Yahweh. However, every nation made gods of their own and mm. put them in the houses of the high places which the Samaritans had made, every nation in their cities in which they had lived. The men of Babylon made Succoth Benoth, the men of Cuth made Nergal, and the men Are of Are these Hamath- all their different, the, the different gods? That's cool. I, I guess. I wonder what they do. The men of Hamath made Ashima, and the Av- Avites made Nibhaz and Tartak, and the Seraphites burnt their children in the fire to. Oh, okay. Wow. Ad- Adramelech and Anamelech, the gods of Sepharavam. This, this Melech, do you think this is this has got to be related to Molech, right? It seems like you know they're the, the Assyrian version. He loves it. But he also that it's it. Adramelech and Anamelech. Maybe they had a male-female pair of gods, which mm. we've talked about before in the past was pretty or maybe common. maybe they were like sisters, like in uh, Ocarina oh, yeah. of Time, like the last boss that you fight before Ganon, Twin yeah. Rova. Yeah, that's what they were. Okay. So... <laughs> They feared Yahweh and made to them from among themselves priests of the high places who sacrificed for them in the houses of the high places. They feared Yahweh and served their own gods after the manner of the nations from among whom they had been carried away. To this day, they do after the former manner. They don't fear Yahweh, neither do they after their statutes or after their ordinances or after the law or after the commandment which Yahweh commanded the children of... Whom he oh, named Israel. Is. Wow, that's like the highest uh, I've ever is. gone in my life. Yeah, that, is, yeah. that was like some record setting there. <laughs> <laughs> whom named Israel, with whom Yahweh had made a covenant, and chain- charged them, saying, You shall not fear other gods, nor bow yourselves to them, nor serve them, nor sacrifice them. 
But Yahweh, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt with the great with great power and with an outstretched arm, him shall you fear, and to him shall you bow yourselves, and to him shall you sacrifice. And the statutes and the ordinances and the law and the commandment, which he wrote for you, you shall observe to do forevermore. And you shall not fear other gods. And the covenant that I have made with you, you shall not forget. Neither shall you fear other gods, but Yahweh your God shall you fear. And he will deliver you out of the hand of all your enemies." However, they did not listen, but they did after their former manner. I mean, manner. how could you not after <laughs> that kind of sales pitch? <laughs> oh, gosh. So these nations feared Yahweh and served their engraved images and their children likewise and their children's children, as did their fathers. So do they to this day. The end. Wow. Okay. Goodness. Yeah, so, I, I, I feel like... That was, gotten, there's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. there. I I mean, I guess I should have noticed this before. I don't know why I'm only just noticing this now, but I'm like, there's such a heavy message of like, you need to integrate into mm. our culture. Mm-hmm. There's no option. I'm sorry. And they're like, it makes a lot of sense nah. for how our own culture has turned out. Mm. Boy, yeah. Well, so... Also, just if we look at our chart that we talked about earlier about the kings of Judah and Israel, yeah, that Hoshea, that last one that we talked about in Israel, he's the last because after this point, Israel is just gone. It's captured by Assyria. So all the rest of Second Kings, the only kings we could have are the kings of Judah or kings of Assyria, I guess. But like Israel, gone. It's gone. It's been conquered. Whoa. It's been taken wow. over. So we're, we've had our first, like, big fall that's like, yep, even today, still today, they're worshiping these other gods. Jeez. Wow. Well, Jeez. That was fun. That was that fun, was cool. you two. Was, I, like, yeah. I enjoyed that one. I know there was still yeah, a was lot a of good... lists of kings, but there was still some fun. I tried to make it fun. <laughs> there was some decorating. There was some sex shrines. There was a big phallus. You know, lots of fun stuff. That was definitely the most exciting part. <laughs> yeah, the giant phallus. Yeah, it's fascinating. So is he basically saying that these other places near Israel are just, they just like don't worship Yahweh still to this day? Even I think he's, I think they're saying that even in Israel, okay, to the, to the point places. of this writing to this day, all of them now worship the Assyrian gods and like kind of acknowledge Yahweh, but don't really follow him. Again, I find it so fascinating that there are these other gods and that this book acknowledges that there are other gods, but that you shouldn't worship them, but they are there. Whereas like (laughs) the idea that I've always heard in, I guess, Western culture is that there's only one God and that's it. Not that there are multiple gods and you shouldn't worship them. I'm realizing now that even if you take a step back and just kind of look at this politically, not even religiously or spiritually, it's kind of this implication. It it actually does make a lot of sense where it's like, oh, my God, if the people are starting to worship the gods of our oppressors, that means that they're like integrating Mm. and starting to commingle in a way that 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 risks us losing our identity. Yeah, we're losing our our culture as the Jewish people. Yeah, Yeah. and so it's really important for us to be very extreme and like, no, you need to worship Yahweh. He is going to send lions into your face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's it's interesting. It reminds me of way back when we had Brian from Queer Theology on the show. Mm -hmm. And in the part that we were reading at the time, we didn't get this, but he talked about how, if you look at it one way, you can see the kingdom of Israel and the Israelites as being very oppressive of other cultures. But in another light, you can look at them as the ones being oppressed and their behavior can be interpreted very differently either way, right? Either it's like fighting to hang on to our culture or it's trying to impose our culture on everyone else. But what's interesting is from what we've read so far, they've been both. They've been both, right? They have absolutely 100% been the ones committing genocide and oppressing other people. But also we see situations like this and many others where they're actually the ones who are Mm -hmm. being enslaved or oppressed and having their culture assimilated out of them. So it is interesting to see kind of both 
sides of that in this in this story here. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Boy, well, that got that got deeper than I expected at the end there. Sorry. <laughs> no. Thank you. Thank you for that. Wow. Uh and then we're going to be continuing and we're going to finish this book, the live show. We're going to finish it the week before Christmas. Or if you're listening to the recorded version, the last episode will be released on Christmas Eve. So that's Aww. fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you can oh listen to this at some point over the break, because then we're going to take a couple of weeks off before we come back mid-January. Yes. And then 2020 will be over, as Daniel says. Yay. Gosh. Th- check good that one off riddance. The list. Yes. <laughs> 2020 check. Completed. Yeah. <laughs> did, did that one. Cross that one off. Goodbye. Yeah. How exciting. And then, yes, Chronicles 2021. How beautiful. Yeah. It's a new day. It's a new book. Thank you all for joining us for Drunk Bible Study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, and personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in our Facebook group, Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Emily Matlack, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. The theme song for Second Kings is Gotham by Avatar. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Yeah.